Hi guys, how are you? Welcome back to 10 out of 10 hosted, oh wait, welcome Welcome back to 10 out of 10, the podcast hosted by me, Lily Arsenault. Um, if you're new here, 10 out of 10 is a podcast I created this past year this past month basically it's literally the first month of 2022 and it is a safe place I created for people to come and relate with me and talk about some things but also with the end goal of just striving to be our best selves and be that 10 of 10 that we all want to be anyways um I missed last week but that's okay um I missed it because I came back to school, and um, I'm f- I'm back in kind of a routine, but it was just absolutely insane and overwhelming and crazy. And I feel like I've already been here for a month, but it's only been um, it's only been two weeks, so that's insane. But that's all right. Um, it was it was insane, but we're moving on. We're moving past it. New week, um, and that's okay. We're moving on. I'm sitting here right now. It's currently 10, 10 p.m. It's 10 p.m. at night. I am in my little dorm bed right now. Okay, so being back at school, let's talk about college. Oh my god, I hear people yelling and I'm scared. Okay, this is also the first time I'm like recording in, um, like, I guess like in a room like in a house and like I just like live with 30 girls and it's almost like when you hear like YouTube vloggers or like people are like oh my god I don't want to like record in public I'm embarrassed well now I feel that because I am embarrassed that people are going to hear me talking but it's okay anyway moving on coming back to school for spring semester let's talk about college um I feel like I've been thinking about school a lot, and when I was thinking of things to talk about for the podcast, I kind of thought about this one thing, because I know that a lot of people that listen to this are people that are in college, so I know you guys can maybe relate to this. If not, then come and listen to my story. Okay, so we all love buying into the concept that college is a new chapter which it is we it's it totally is because you're moving on from one place to another but I I find that it's a, a concept of this this new chapter this new leaf you get to rewrite your story we subscribe to it so quickly that we really almost force ourselves to become that and I was always told that I could rewrite my story in college because I didn't have the best high school experience. Um, and, you know, this could, this is just from my point of view. Uh, um, I always felt like I never belonged at my high school, and I always felt like an outsider. And that was okay. I mean, like, whatever. I, I know a lot of people feel like that. I know a lot of people have felt like that from high school. Um I just grew up in a very small town with just a lot of people who were the same. And 
and I was not the same as them, I guess. I don't know. I just, I never really was super close with anybody besides my friend group that I absolutely adore, and they're, like, the best people ever, but, um, I, and then we all feel the same way about our high school, so we were kind of just, like, in our own little world, but, um, I was always told that college was going to be a new start for me. I got to rewrite my story, and I could just leave all that behind, and that was really encouraging, and I was really excited for that, but I think the... My high school experience kind of carried these past this past year and a half. I've carried it with me this past year and a half, like going into college a little bit, because I feel like sometimes I do find myself still on guard. Like I feel like I'm always like I want to watch what I say or do because I feel like I'm going to be on the outs again, and I don't want to be on the outs. But that so that's basically why I wanted to get out so bad and why I wanted to start this new chapter, and I really forced myself to become that concept of starting new that new chapter and rewriting my story so you know like you we've all heard that and everybody literally says it um we always listen to that that concept and that thing and that idea of becoming this new person or becoming your your truest self and starting this whole new this whole new part of your life which is super true to a certain extent but um I forced it on myself so hard that I actually just completely lost who I was. And I didn't even know who I was anymore. And a part of this was because I got rejected from the one thing that I loved. So before college, I was a competitive dancer and I was a competitive dancer for 10 years um, at a studio in my hometown. And I did every dance, you name it, pretty much tap, ballet, jazz, contemporary, whatever. 10 years of my life competitively, um, I lived and breathed dance. It it was my life. I dedicated majority of my time, majority of my time to it. And I think that's maybe part of the reason why I felt kind of on the outs in high school was because I wasn't in sports in school. And I also didn't go to events or join clubs or do any of that stuff because I was always at dance. And my friends in high school were also on my same dance team, so we were all just there together, which was fine. And we were literally known, and I know this for a fact, we were literally known as, quote, the dance girls. So everybody knew that, like, dance was our thing, and we completely were were invested and that was our life lives I I made it my life and I chose to make it my life because I loved it so much so I'm not complaining I love to dance with all my heart and I still do I still have a very special place in my heart for it but um I made it my whole personality I made it my whole personality and my whole lifestyle with the exception of, like, a few social things, school, whatever, a few other things here and there, but when I look back, like, when I look back from what happened to me at school and what it had to do with dance, I have, I realize now that, like, I, dance was truly my whole life, because I got to school, well, 
COVID happened and I had to audition for things online if I wanted to do dance in college, which I did. And I auditioned for one team in the spring and I didn't make it. And that was, I kind of knew that it was a long shot, but um, it was still pretty devastating. And I just was like, okay, I bounced back from that one pretty quick and it was okay. Um, I, I just remember that when I got that email that I didn't make the team, I just remember sobbing in my bed. This was like during like lockdown, like March of like April of 2020. And I just felt so like all that work, all of that time I spent 10 years of my life competitively dancing, literally having no life outside of it just to be like rejected which it sucks rejection sucks no matter what it is sports the arts people like like in relationships or rejection is just a shitty feeling and I bounced back from it pretty quickly um and I was just like okay well I'm gonna research other options and I'm gonna try out for another one you know we'll just see how it goes so come the beginning of fall semester my freshman year um i auditioned for another team and i felt pretty good about it you know there were it was a little bit of a more it was more in my realm of what i was trained to do and i was still really set on this fact that i really wanted to dance in college um like as like a side thing i knew i didn't want to do my major as it but i didn't i knew that i didn't want to major in it but um yeah, I auditioned for that one, and lo and behold, rejection yet again, and that really, really, really sucked. Like, that one was, like, pretty harsh on me, because this was something that I was comfortable with, and it was something that was so close to home for me, and I just, you know, I thought I was up to the standard, and it just wasn't what they were looking for. And not to sound, like, cocky or anything, but, like, that surprised me in it, and I was kind of pissed, but it's okay. But after that rejection, I kind of convinced myself that um, dance was not meant for me, and I will never dance again. That's what I told myself, which was so dumb. Dumb. But, um, yeah, that one was, like, that one was pretty brutal. And I think that's when I kind of lost it because I built my life's foundation on this one thing and that foundation crumbled from beneath me and I felt like I had nothing I felt like I didn't have anything to my name anymore I'm not a dancer because now I've been rejected twice and what else is there for me you know like I I don't know how to do anything I'm not an athlete, I, I'm not really that good at art, and I, I don't know, I, I, I was just in this spiral of, like, dance was the one thing that I was top at, you know, like, that was my top thing that I could do, and the other things were just kind of, like, hobbies, and I felt like it, you know, they weren't, like, super serious things, but I, like, lost sight of that, because it was just tunnel vision with the idea of dance 
that I just kind of blocked out everything else that I was actually pretty decent at and enjoyed. And I just convinced myself that I had nothing. I had nothing left to offer. And I had nothing to do besides do school and socialize. So that was when I think I pretty much lost who I was. And I had trouble rewriting my story because... I lost the one thing I completely built my life around and my personality. And I think the biggest thing is I literally built my personality around dance and then I lost it. In the sense that I technically am not going to be like, it just, it's very clear now that it's just not in the cards for me competitively and on a team and whatnot. And that's fine. I'm at the point now where I'd be happy to take classes like, in the city recreationally when I go home and you know whatever but that's that's another thing that's whatever um yeah that one that one kind of sucked so then I went I, I went through my freshman year kind of you know moseying around and doing school and obviously I joined my sorority which was definitely helpful because I met a lot of people and you know this is something that I can invest my time in. Um, that was good for me. Um, and school was great. And I met a lot of great people here. But the, I had a hole inside of me. I, I was missing something creatively. Because I would describe myself as a pretty creative person. So there was just this void inside of me that was just not getting filled. And I didn't know how to fill it. And I almost just felt nothing. I didn't feel like a person, more or less. I didn't, I didn't feel like Lily. I did not feel like me. And I think that's when I would say that I, I kind of I lost myself at college. And I didn't really rewrite the story because I wasn't really being my true self, you know? Because I lost that creative aspect of me, which is a really big part of my life is creativity and art and all that good stuff and I kind of shoved it all down and I kind of just pushed it aside and I was just like well I just let I let the rejection get to me and I I just I turned my cheek and I just forgot it was there I, I didn't want to be rejected anymore and I didn't want to I just didn't want to deal with it and I just kind of accepted it and I walked away I walked away for, from the rubble that was the crumbled foundation of my personality, and I did not even attempt to rebuild it, which was so dumb, but I, I, was, I wasn't thinking, and I was just, I was being really vain and, and very proud, where I was just like, I wasn't willing to take the risk of trying something again and being creative and, you know, putting myself back out there. I just wasn't. I didn't want to be hurt again, which is, that's fair. Um, I know, I know plenty of people who feel that same way and I, I do that a lot, which, would I say it's the best thing? No. But I understand why I made that decision. So, whatever, I go through, um, 
spring semester and you know, I'm just kind of doing whatever. And then comes summer and there's no classes anymore and I'm kind of home alone. Not really. I mean, I have my friends, but we all tried to get jobs, which I did get a job. And that was fun for me. That was like a really good new experience. I worked at a coffee shop and that was actually pretty fun. Sometimes I complain about it, but that's just because I'm a drama queen and I'm like a princess who can't do anything. But it was fun. And I met a lot of really cool people. Which kind of, I will say, the summer kind of did spark a little bit of creativity back into my life. Um, I started reading again, which was really, really fun and awesome. And if you ever thought about reading, go do that because it's a game changer. I would say that I am a big, big bookworm again. And I am proud of it and it's really fun. But that's besides the point summer I started doing some things I I started journaling a lot more and I think I want I want to say that I started painting a little bit which that was something that I gave up too and I don't know if I I don't remember if I danced I'm gonna say that I didn't maybe once because I can't remember so that probably means that I didn't but the summer was like an interesting time it was a it, it was a very reflective time for me because I came back to this semester wanting to come back to creativity I mean sorry fall semester I came back wanting to come back to my creativity and whatever I decided to actually try out for one more team so come fall semester um I want to say it was like a couple weeks into school I'm preparing for this audition and, you know, I learned the, the combo and I'm ready and everybody around me is really supportive and they're hyping me up and they're telling me that I can do it, that there's no way that I wouldn't be able to do it. They can, they know that I'm talented, whatever. So I show up to this audition. I think I nailed it. No offense. I felt really good. I felt really good. And I also haven't danced in maybe a little less than a year I haven't danced so I'm super out of practice but when I started practicing those combos I just I felt so good again and it made me feel so so amazing and I just missed that feeling so much and I went to the audition I felt really great after the audition I was so happy that I went and I was so happy that I experienced it and the next morning I got the email and I didn't make it again. <laughs> and um, that one definitely was a stinger. That one stung a little bit. It actually stung a lot. Because I was already so embarrassed to be auditioning for something as a sophomore. And it was like the third thing I was auditioning for. And it just didn't make me feel good, really. I was kind of embarrassed and... It was whatever. I don't know. I was just getting in my head about it, but I felt so good, and everybody was hyping me up so much. And then, once again, lo and behold, another rejection. (laughs) So, let's say I did have a pretty severe mental spiral after that one, just because I was just like, what the fuck? I literally just worked up all this courage 
to put myself out there after saying that I was never going to put myself out there ever again, creatively. And I basically said fuck that to everything creative in my life. And I finally worked up the courage to do that, to come back. And I was rejected once again. So I took this as like an official sign that, you know, maybe we should just go into a different direction. But, you know, all these rejections kind of piled up and I was just like, I literally have no talent. Um, I am worthless, basically, which is so that never say that that is like the worst sentence you could ever think of. Don't you say that to yourself. I am never going to say that to myself ever again. But that's what I said to myself after getting that email. I was like, I am no good. I have no talent. I am only good at um, nothing. I don't know what I'm good at. I literally couldn't think of one thing that I was good at. And I just convinced myself of the worst. And I just convinced myself that I literally was nothing. Which is so dumb. I know I always that's so dumb, but like, it is it was so dramatic in the moment and I and I wish I didn't react like that but I was really hurt I was like getting broken up with by the same person the third time (laughs) that's so not cute it's just not cute but yeah so after all that rejection I kind of just was like whatever man I'm throwing in the towel I'm figuring out a different thing to do because this is just not fucking worth it anymore. But, so, yeah. All of those rejections kind of led to me losing myself completely in college because I had that void of the loss of something that I completely built my life and my personality around. And I think when I lost that, I felt like I had no personality. Like, someone... I feel like you always get that, you get asked that question, you know when, like, the first day of class, and the professor asks you, like, like, they want to, like, it's like icebreaker questions, and they kind of ask you, like, what are your hobbies, or, well, how would you describe yourself, or, um, what's your greatest accomplishment, or what do you do for fun, and I just, I feel like those questions, I'm always like, I don't know what to say, because the one thing I would always say before college was dance and then I never I didn't really have that anymore because it wasn't true I wasn't I'm not dancing full-time anymore like I was before college and those questions always made me feel pretty shitty because I was like I don't do anything interesting I journal and I read and um I listen to music and I drink coffee and damn my life's pretty boring and I'm pretty untalented that's how I that's how I saw it for myself, basically. I think that was that'd be the best to describe it. I just I felt like I was not extraordinary. And I was boring and I had nothing to offer the world, which is not true. <laughs> it's not true for anybody. And nobody should think like that. And I hope none of you ever think like that, but I know that it's very common. But, um, yeah, I, I think after fall semester, I was still feeling pretty lost. And I think I'm still figuring out how to fill that void of dance and creative creativity. Um, 
I think one thing that's really helped is starting this, for one. This has been pretty life-changing in a way that, like, shifts my perspective on this whole situation. I think this gives me something to say that I, I'm, I, I do and I'm capable of doing and I'd say that I'm enjoying it and people, other people are enjoying it. And I also have started accepting the fact that all those small things that I love to do and that I'm good at are what makes me, me. So I think I got caught up in the idea of being this big personality with big talents and amazing accomplishments going into college and starting this new chapter of this person that was not real. Uh, that person that I, I had in my mind was not, that she didn't exist because I made her up. I don't really know if that makes sense, but yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I kind of lost my train of thought there. I'm not going to lie. We were going somewhere. We were going somewhere good. And then I just got in my head and everything just got jumbled. But yeah, I'd say that I'm still figuring out. And I think that's really okay. And I've kind of come, I'm at a place now where I'm really okay with it. Because at the end of the day, I am only 19 and I am only a sophomore in college. So I think to not know who I am is perfectly okay. But I'm accepting the small things that I have and I am enjoying myself and I'm being myself and I'm enjoying being myself, if that makes sense. There's a quote that I saw the other day and it was like, be and enjoy being. So just be who you are unapologetically and enjoy it enjoy being yourself in that very moment you don't have to know exactly who you are but you could just enjoy the ride like i said this is a journey it's a never-ending journey and i think to just stay in it and stay present in it will make you enjoy it better and when you enjoy it it's just it just probably will get you to where you want to be eventually and I believe in that pretty seriously. But I also, there's, I think there's something to say for, with this whole idea of college and, you know, where we're supposed to be and you're supposed to start this new chapter in college and be this n new young adult and all that fun stuff is, it's true and it's also not true because I think everybody has different timelines. I think people quote peak I don't really like using like that oh like I peaked in high school or I peaked in college blah 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 blah. that's stupid and I think it's dumb and I think it's honestly a little rude to say that people peak in a certain part of their life because you might have been in your best maybe a few years ago but that doesn't mean that's your peak and everything's just gonna be downhill from here that's not true but I will say that everybody has different timelines so I thought I knew myself in in high school. I really, truly believed that I thought I knew myself. And then I came here, and I had no idea who the fuck I was. 
and I think that could be reversed for other people. People kind of kind of felt like they didn't know what the hell they were in high school, and then they came to college, and they had this epiphany of who they were, and they're having an amazing time, and that's amazing, and that's great. But I think it's important to remember that everybody's different, and we all have our own timelines. And I'm gonna take a sip of my Dr. Wham for a second, actually, one second, because I'm really thirsty. Oh, that tastes like ass. Oh, I wish I had a real Dr. Pepper, guys. I really wish I had a real Dr. Pepper. Um, I'm drinking Dr. Wham right now because I'm actually having a self-care night tonight. Because I'm treating myself, bitch. I think I wanted to talk about this because I think it's important. I think I've said that in actually the past few episodes. I I think it's important because it is. I think it is important. Because I don't think this is talked about enough. I think, I I truly believe that we, we are so quick to subscribe to that concept of turning a new leaf and rewriting your story in college. And it's going to be the best four years of your life. Because you're going to know who you are and all that bullshit. Which is like, it's half true, but... We sell it so much that we forget that, you know, you still have some pretty shitty times in college, just like any other part of your life. And I think a lot of people feel like they can't express that because they feel like they need to be this brand new person and this person who has their shit together and person who's having fun all the time and amazing memories and it's just not true because yeah I've had so much fun the past year and a half but I also felt like I had no idea what the fuck I was doing who the hell I was and I honestly was just feeling like I failed which is very dramatic I'm a dramatic person it is super dramatic but that's how I felt I felt like I I finally made it to college after wanting to get out of high school for so long and I just don't feel like me. And I was frustrated because I didn't feel like me and I didn't even know me yet, you know? Like, I didn't know who I was and I still didn't feel like myself. And maybe it's because I didn't feel like myself because I didn't know myself. This is all getting a little confusing, I think, but I didn't want to tell anybody that, and I didn't want to express that, so I put on this, like, fake persona for a while until I started kind of um, accepting the things that I liked and, you know, finding more things that made sense to me for me. Um, I feel like I'm in a better place now. I feel like I've, I started kind of accepting my little things and who I am and I don't really think about a lot of things too deeply anymore. I will tell you this, I was in Starbucks today on campus and I went with my friend and we were sitting there, you know, on our little computers doing our little, our little college homework things and I had my AirPods in. And I started singing out loud, and I didn't even notice. 
I didn't even notice. And you know what? When I did notice, I was not embarrassed. And me, last year, would have, one, never done that. And if I did slip up and do it, I would be absolutely mortified. But you know what? I sung, I sung my little Fleetwood Mac song today. With no shame in Starbucks with my AirPods in. And I was singing. Let me tell you. I wasn't doing dramatically. I have some pipes. And I was singing pretty well. And I don't know if anybody heard me, but if they did, they'd be like, wow. That's some good shit right there. And I'm not embarrassed. And I noticed that, that I wasn't embarrassed today. And I was like, I've come pretty far. Because the person I was a year ago, let alone maybe a few months ago, would have not done that. And I'm pretty content with that statement right there. <laughs> um, I don't know, that kind of just like made me, it put it into perspective for me that I've, I've had this shift recently. And yes, I'm still figuring out myself and trying to fill that void of creativity again and get myself back out there creatively um I have shifted a little bit in my mindset towards things and I think I just want to do things that make me happy truly and I think one of those things is just effortlessly being myself you know not thinking about it I'm just I'm just doing my thing and I'm just being me without any thought and I think that's the most enjoyable is when you don't think about it and you're just talking how you want and acting how you want and dressing how you want and I think that's when I'm my happiest is when I'm not thinking about it all I'm not thinking about other people around me and what they think I think the focus of all this is one I think it's okay to not know who you are especially in college I think that to find who you are you have to enjoy being in the moment which is something we're going to talk about next week is presence in the moment but I think you have to be present in the your journey of becoming your who you are and finding who you are. and i think that it's okay for you not to know who you are yet so don't beat yourself up right no but i wanted to bring awareness to this topic because i think that people should be comforted in the idea that i don't think any of us really know who we are and i think it's okay to not know who you are and i think it's okay to spend time figuring it out and enjoying that process of figuring out figuring that out um but yeah i'm going to wrap this up because i'm starting to get sleepy if i'm being honest and i'm just a big grandma who goes to bed early so yeah um thank you guys so much for listening we'll probably be posting consistently um on sundays and I post a lot on my Instagram, which is 10 the podcast. And yeah, I'm really excited 
Thank you so much for listening. This has been 10 out of 10, the podcast hosted by me, Lily Arsenault. And I hope you have a good day or night whenever you're listening to this. And take care of yourself. And go try something new today, okay? Bye.